Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode where we are going back to the basics on understanding and optimizing with your cycle. Now, cycle syncing and cycle content is going so viral on social media. It did in 2023, and I really think 2024 is going to be another year where we as women are talking about this more. But I've been talking about this since before 2020, and I've found that it really is more of an individualized approach than do this in this phase and don't do that during this phase. It really has to be something where you are looking at it from a lens of understanding what's going on biologically, and then how you optimize is understanding what that means for you based on what you do for work and the age of your kids and what season of life you are in. So if you're really just wanting to understand your cycle from a very base level approach, this podcast is for you. And I will link, leave linked in the show notes, other episodes that you can plug into that are more cycle specific, maybe go more in depth but let's get real basic today. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. So really understanding your cycle starts with getting real and honoring yourself that your biology is different throughout the 28 days, 28 ish days of the month. I still see and hear so many women that are in this, like, la 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 la, it's not different. And oh gosh, you guys, this is kind of off topic, but we're going to talk about this in the sense of I was having a conversation about PMDD and struggling with PMDD, which is just very intense PMS. And I was feeling really frustrated in the sense, in the essence of like, why isn't PMDD something that is studied more, talked about more, researched more, because it is literally something that is ruining the lives of women. Like not knowing what you're going through and why you're going through it, and then just continually having this cycle over and over again, because While I have the hindsight of my really tough struggle with PMDD, I also have the insight now of understanding when I was reaching out for help with my PMDD, a lot of times the methods of diagnosis or the methods of treatment were from a mental health perspective. And I'm like, you know what? I really think that all the times I struggled with things like depression and or anxiety like yes i have days where i'm feeling blue and yes i have days when i'm anxious when it's like in follicular ovulation or something like that but those are 
minimal compared to the days of late luteal, just right before my menstrual phase happens. So I was like having this realization of, have I never really had a mental health struggle and always had a hormonal issue underlying? And that infuriated me because this exercise came about when, and and this will kind of lean into the first thing that I want to talk to you guys about, but really recognizing and understanding how I was affected cyclically was I had a really, really bad day. And this bad day made it me feel like I was, I had a really bad life. You know, it made me feel like I had a really bad life. And I then said to my best friend, like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start like putting a heart or a star or a sad face on the calendar, like the calendar that's a month view. So then I can really see and prove to myself and my brain that I have more good days than bad days because on those bad days, don't they make you feel like you have more bad days than good days? And I wanted to, and I really asked myself the question of, is that true? Is that true that I have more bad days than good days? And my brain was like, no, no, you have bad days. Everybody has bad days. I've just been letting my brain spiral into, it's always the bad days make it seem like a bad life. And then when I saw it and I was like, man, these are cyclical. Like it tends to make sense. Once my menstrual phase starts, I feel like an entirely new person. And this is, this is PMDD. And it just made me feel so irritated that when it comes to even mental health struggles, we're seeing it as something mental health related when it could be hormone related. Now that is not negating anxiety, depression, mental health. I have had seasons in my life where that was the root cause of thoughts and feelings and something to navigate and work through. But I just wanted to share that part and that element to kick off because our biology is set up with these fluctuations of hormones and hormones are little messengers to our brains. So it makes sense if hormones are low, our brain and body is not getting the message that's the same when certain hormones are high. That is our biology. Unless you are on birth control, where birth control is subsiding your hormonal fluctuations. Unless you have other hormone things going on, fluctuations are meant to be how our body is operating, especially when you are in your 20s to 30s. Now, if you are in perimenopause or menopause, different advice for you because your hormones are doing something different. I was actually listening to a podcast episode from um, somebody I've admired for in the health and fitness space for decades. She was talking about this new routine that has really changed her life and da, 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 da. And I'm like, but you are in your fifties and you have gone through menopause. I am not. And so I cannot take somebody else's information as face value, because it might not be the best for me and my biology, 
right? Now, the foundations of health and fitness, moving your body, nourishing your body well, staying hydrated, getting adequate sleep, like those are foundational principles for wellness and longevity, right? Moving your body and um, stress management and optimal sleep, hydration, nourishing foods, like whether you have a thyroid condition, hormonal imbalances, you're in menopause, or you are somebody in your 20s that's on birth control, those foundational health and wellness things are the core for optimal health. Like living, watching the documentary Living in the Blue Zones or that Blue Zones documentary, it really just like broke it down to it's not about these biohacks. It's not about all of these like fluffy marketed wellnessy things for longevity. It's foundational. It's movement. It's friendships. It's purpose. It's connection. It's nourishment. It's walking. It's stress management. You guys, the snow is falling as I am recording this and that's big fluffy white snowflakes and my heart is so happy it is january and we do not have snow on the ground here and a lot of my favorite winter activities include snow like taking the kids sledding snowmobiling things like that and we haven't been able to do those things and i am just like giddy i want this snow to start happening and staying and sticking so we can start doing those fun things but let's roll into really the first thing which is understanding that your fluctuating hormones does impact everything. Then number two is what I want you to do is start being aware of your cycle. How can you start being aware of your cycle? Now, I know a lot of ladies, this isn't realistic to start paying attention to on the day-to-day. And something that I really was walking through a lot of my hormone health clients with is a activity that you can habit stack on top of any weekly planning. So if you do weekly planning on Friday at the end of the work week or on Monday or on Sunday, but really just reflect on last week, what phase were you in the majority of the week? How did you feel? How did you feel? How was your cravings? Were you feeling motivated and inspired? Were you feeling high energy? Were you just feeling blah? Were you just feeling a certain way? And just record it. And then think about, well, what phase am I going to be in this week? And what do I need to know going into that? What can I bring? uh, What kind of awareness can I bring in to this week knowing I'm going to be in this phase? So for example, if you were in late luteal majority of last week, and say your menstrual phase started today, you were in late luteal majority of last week, take a recollection of like emotionally, physically, mentally, how were you feeling? How was your sleep? Like I really notice a big difference in my sleep during late luteal. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to be in menstrual. When you're in menstrual phase, your hormones are at their lowest. So, okay, I understand that. So if my hormones are at that low, at their lowest, you know, like that's going to mean certain things for extra things that I do, extra things that I take on for my energy, right? 
And it's just the awareness piece, right? Because I get it. I am a mom. I've got two busy boys. Like life does not go on pause because of my hormones. But this leads me into my third thing, which is optimizing. So yes, there are day-to-day things that I want to do. I still get in movement during the various parts of my cycle, but the how and the what is different. So I've given this example before where I love having and loved having fun Fridays with my boys before they were in school. One of them isn't in school yet, so we still do our fun Fridays. So fun Fridays, based on where I'm at in my cycle, might look like in menstrual phase, like we are watching Toy Story on repeat. I've got snack played out. Like we are just having a chill fun Friday. The next one would be in follicular. So maybe we are doing an outing. We're going to meet up with friends. Like same with ovulation fun Friday. Like being outward. Late luteal, I'm going to see how I feel. Maybe it's just something low key with somebody we're really comfortable around. Maybe it's getting some errands done. Maybe it maybe it's just something super simple, right? It's different because my energetic output is different. I have higher energy in follicular and ovulation and even into menstrual late luteal tends to hit me harder, but I've been able to optimize those types of things because I understand myself better, right? So you might not totally understand your cycle after one month of awareness or two months of awareness. But I would guess too, if you just bring slight awareness three months in, you're going to start noticing these patterns and it's going to start becoming a like, oh, this makes sense as to why I feel this way. And a lot of those things that show up as red flags, like heavy cramping, headaches, um, spotting, clots, like all of those things that show up as signs, then you can start refining to like, oh, I really start noticing that I have this like brown spotting that happens before my menstrual phase. What does that mean? And you can start bringing that awareness in. If you notice the big emotional dips like I did, if you notice that you have a very, very short and light menstrual phase, what does that mean? After you have this understanding and awareness, then you can bring to either specialists or different hormone tests or different research on your own, like, what does this mean? Because you might be feeling down on a certain day and your brain tells you like you feel like this all the time. And even when I'm going to my doctor's appointment soon, I am taking a note with me because on that day of my appointment, I'm actually going to be in ovulation. So I know I'm going to walk in there with bright energy and be like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling fine. But I've been taking account and awareness of things that have been kind of showing up time and time again for me that I want to address and I want to talk about and I want to see what her insight and hindsight may be. And I will definitely be able to go in with more confidence with the awareness that I have because I can, you know, giving the example of that PMDD, 
if I had the hindsight and awareness that I do now, I would have went into those appointments and been like, this is not a mental health issue. This is a hormone issue because I have it noticed and I have it tracked and I have the proof that it is really only happening on these phases and it was the absolute worst. And then once my period starts, it goes. And so I really think that it will even understanding Having a better understanding of yourself will bring that insight of how you can even advocate for yourself better. So really the three simple tips to start really getting in alignment with your cycle and understanding your cycle is one, knowing you have different hormonal fluctuations throughout your 28-ish day cycle. And it makes sense as to why sometimes certain days you feel certain ways and some days you don't, right? But you can still feel good. You can still have good energy in all of those days. It's just gonna be a little bit different and understanding that instead of fighting it. Second is bringing in awareness to your own own cycle. What's going on? How long is it? What is your mood? What is your energy? What is your emotion? What are your symptoms? What is your signs? What are all of those things that you need that you want to be paying attention to internally? And then the third thing is, is like bringing that better understanding and awareness to optimizing, right? So something for me, knowing that like if I was still struggling with that bad PMDD phase, I would give myself grace. I wouldn't act on those big decisions. I wouldn't act on those big feelings, right? I would also kind of set up distractions. This is where like traditional cycle syncing doesn't work for me because traditional cycle syncing says, don't be around people. Don't be social during this time. Go inward and reflect. If I just stayed inward during that time, I stayed down in the dumps. But if I got myself around positive people and people that made me laugh, but like people I was comfortable with, right? Like our good friends or even watching like a comedy special during this time of my cycle, I could then help myself lighten that feeling that was once so heavy because I was letting it simmer and settle on its own. I wasn't adding anything in that was helping the heaviness of what I was carrying because obviously like what I was carrying was an illusion. And that's something that I do want to talk about in another episode with you ladies about, you know, don't just let things slide because you're in your cycle. Like, oh, I'm annoyed with this because I'm in my phase. Like this is bothering me because, because there's a difference between something that is a habit or an event. A habit meaning this is showing up, girl, and you've like this is a time and time and time and time and time again thing, not just like a one off event that's just like irritating in the moment. And don't just like throw off those things that are showing up that are continually red flags for you that are continually bothering you. Oh, just because it's a cycle thing. Like, yeah, there was some of those things for me where it's like, oh, that's, that's so just an event. Like that doesn't bother me really any other time than like what's popping up right now. But when I was like, oh, this is showing up time and time and time and time again, you've got to address it, but you've got to give it a little bit of time to understand your cycle and what's going on. And I would say this is like, a three-ish more months process because you're not just gonna like fix your hormones in 30 days, 
right? That's why when I was doing my Living in Sync membership, it was a membership to set up and support you because it's not an overhaul all at once type of thing. It's a become aware, better understand, see what's going on with your body, and then go with what your body is telling you to how you can better help, support, benefit, and optimize your hormones because what's going on in your body and your biology may be totally different than mine, right? Because I know there's a lot of you struggling with cramps. And when my menstrual phase starts, I don't get crampy. I'm not moody during my menstrual phase. For me, it's like I have an awful, awful, awful late luteal phase. And once my menstrual phase starts, I feel like a goddess. I feel like a new woman. I feel alive again. And I know for a lot of women, it's like the exact opposite. And what we would do in either of those situations, the foundations are supportive for both, like movement and nourishment, stress management, rest, sleep, all of those things, like those foundational core pieces of health are so beneficial hormonally. But the micro changes for supporting certain hormones would be different. So I hope this was helpful to you if you are on this hormone health journey and understanding your cycle. I hope this is helpful for you for just like taking a step into it and not getting overwhelmed all at once. I didn't even go through the certain phases. I didn't talk about what your hormones are doing doing during those phases, but I have podcast episodes for you on those topics that I will leave and link down in the show notes, but this is where to start. This is where to start. Don't get yourself all overwhelmed in overhauling everything. Like, what do I need to do for workouts in this phase? What do I need to not do? Just right now, have that understanding. If you have that reality check of, Joelle, I know my hormones changed, so I'm going to feel different. That now makes sense to me. I'm not going to fight it anymore. Check mark. You're on step one. Step two, what day, like where are you at in your cycle? How are you feeling? Do your self-checks and self-reflection. See what your cycle is trying to tell you. And then third, go into trying to make simple shifts and optimizations of what is going to be best supportive for you and your body. So I hope this was a great little starter for you. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram over the course of 2024 in Patreon, they are going to be getting the recordings dripped into the Patreon membership of my entire Living in Sync program, which was about overhauling and um, not overhauling, but making the changes that are supportive for your hormones. So if you're interested in that, come on over to Patreon. It's $5 a month, super affordable for you and really fun for me to be on that platform because it just has streamlined and simplified so much for us to having a connected community and you guys getting exclusive content. So thanks so much for listening today. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard or you want to share your favorite episode topics, please leave a rating and review. This helps the podcast growth and gives people an idea of what the podcast is all about. Something new and exciting that I wanted to share with you before we go is that we now have a Patreon page. 
This has replaced the Feminine Edge Collective community in a cohesive place that is easier for me to manage and cheaper for you. If you are interested in our monthly classes, exclusive day-in-the-life vlogs, Bible studies, community Q&A, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash living in sync and join for just $5 a month. Check out the show notes for any links or details of things referenced in today's episode, and I look forward to chatting with you in the next one.